0: This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, Oscar? Okay.
1: I'm 1st i
0: Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Welcome, everybody, to Hans Shop First. Joining me, I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual, Scott and Alex. Say hello. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jeff. Hello. (laughs) Hey. This week we're doing Groundhog's Day. I got it, Jeff. I don't. (laughs) Anyway. I'm not going to play Sonny and Cher. What are you going to (laughs) do? Groundhog Day came out in 1993. Directed by Harold Ramis. Screenplay by Danny Rubin and Harold Ramis. Starring Bill Murray, Annie McDowell, Chris Elliott, Brian Doyle Murray, and a bunch of other weirdos. That you know from (laughs) other stuff.
2: Yeah, like that one guy from The Burbs.
0: Yeah? The Burbs. The Burbs, the Burbs. Um... All right, uh, we figure this movie is a good topic considering what we're going through right now, and all these days are running into each other.
1: I added, added yeah. a late latest plot twist. Is it's been stupid hot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was it was it was more much more tolerable when it was like seventy degrees. Yeah. And rainy. so, uh. And rainy, yeah. mm-hmm
0: the community that I live in has a uh, pool and we're the only people in the area that hasn't locked their pool yet. So it's been nice. Just who's hanging out by the pool. Okay? People are it's distancing, but you know, you can dangle your legs in there and some kids are swimming around or whatever. And then yesterday we were out there and the guy comes by. He's like, you guys enjoying this? We're like, yeah, well, I don't know how long it's going to last. We all think it's a good idea, but there's one person in the community who doesn't like it and thinks it's bad and they may get it shut down. Sure enough, today I drove home, and there was a lock on the gate. Bastards! Let's climb over. Uh, anyway. anyway, I mean, once, once you're in the pool, they can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like international waters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we can no, get. Yeah, no, you're no longer on land. <laughs> what are they supposed to do? they don't take have to a roulette table,
2: floating roulette table out there.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. So uh, this was my movie, and I I picked it based on what's going on today, but also it's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, I did see this in the movie theater. Um, I'm not sure why. I guess back then I would go see more comedies than I do now, because right now I can't remember the last time I saw a comedy in the movie theater. I just feel like I would go to the theater to see big action set pieces, not jokes. So I don't know. But back then I was going to a bunch of them. Uh, I really liked it, and it's one of those movies that the more I watch it, the more I like it. And uh, yeah, that's my history with it.
1: Scott, I uh, also saw it in the theater. Um, seen it plenty of times since. I I don't know, what, like when the first time I, I kind of all clicked for me, but as a kid, I obviously got it like enough of it to appreciate it, but. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to kind of unpack if you're really paying attention, whether they intended it to be that way or not, mm-hmm. is, is another matter. But yeah, it's 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 fun watching it again to try to pick things out. Exactly, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex.
2: Yeah, uh, in our household, we were always big Bill Murray fans ever since Ghostbusters, so we went out to see it, and it hooked us right away. Movie's fantastic.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into our list, the one thing I wanted to ask is every since this movie, anytime somebody does this type of thing in a story where they're reliving day, it's always oh, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day. But just mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is based off of some short story or something in the past from somewhere. Do you guys Maybe, know
1: what it is? Or um, I, I don't know, like what the first one would have been. I know they got sued by okay. somebody saying that they got ripped off. So yeah, it's not. Hmm. No, they weren't the first people to have this idea, but it's all about the execution, so...
0: Sure. Yep. And just like... Just like are... Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> there you go, we got sued as well. Um, and we have are... I know we've done at least one movie like this with Run, Lolo, Run. Right. Um, I don't know if we've done other, but I know there are... It's a man
2: uh, Happy Death Day.
0: Happy, Happy
2: Death, Death Day. Happy Death Day,
1: yeah.
0: That's right.
1: Well, that one was funny because at the, the very end, the... the... The guy's like, "Wow, well, it's just like Groundhog Day," and she says, "What? I don't have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> all right, and then the other thing I wanted to get into, unless you guys have it in your list, like the actual Groundhog Day holiday. Are you even going to talk about this in your list?
1: Oh, it's completely mm, nope. just utter bullshit. But no, I don't have it on my list.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. what? I mean, first of all. For anyone who does love United States, this is actual holiday. I don't know if this is outside of the United States. It looks like in Canada as well, is what I'm seeing on here. I guess I should keep reading. We pull a goddamn groundhog out of the cage and say, oh, it was six more a weeks. large and- rodent.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: as <laughs> spills yeah, says, capable, the rat of, out of the cage. It's,
1: yeah, that's capable of biting <laughs> yeah, the very painfully. Out of the holes.
0: I don't understand Of all the quirky holidays in this damn country or in the world I, I don't understand it but anyway it is by, by
1: George it's ours
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. and well, I don't think I knew that's something until later that this whole thing in, uh Puxadani whatever however you say it Puxatani yeah, was Puxedani. a real town and that was all real a lot of that stuff I didn't know when I first saw this movie as a kid
2: I like, didn't know uh,
0: Gobbler's Knob was a real thing <laughs> there you go <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I was a kid, we learned about it. If he sees his shadow, we have six more weeks of winter, whatever the bullshit is. It's
1: six more months, Jeff. It's six more months. <laughs> it's weeks. Uh- <laughs> uh- Why
2: would it be months?
1: I mean, <laughs> it's a dumb animal. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that can
2: control the weather for six months? Nah, it's six yeah.
0: weeks. <laughs> Anyway, we have anyway. two goddamn holidays. It's not a holiday though. No, it's a no day. well I, I, I yeah,
1: the, yeah I, I would argue. That, uh, I wish that we got enough. As 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 uh people that work in the United States, uh we, we do not get enough holidays.
0: <laughs> hmm Uh well, okay, sure. But we do, I'll say this, as a melting pot, we do celebrate every single person's holiday that they drink a lot in. So, Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lunar New Year. Um, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yeah, we'll take them all. If it's drinking involved, we got <laughs> New Year's
2: Best, Eve. Bastille Day. New Year's Day.
0: Bastille Day. Ugh, oh, fucking Bastille.
2: Bastille Day. All right, anyway. I will to my own diva.
0: We're gonna uh, we're gonna get into our list, which usually we all do seven items. <laughs> Jesus It's been a while. Um, we're gonna talk about seven items from the movie. Uh, so I will go first, and I'll just say the very beginning. The uh, one of the most, I guess, iconic sound clips of this movie is the the use of the Sonny and Cher song, "I've Got You, Babe." Dun, 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 dun. I just think it's cool. It's a cool little way to show the the clock flipping and that song playing is, yeah, I can't think of whenever I've heard that song since then and not thought about this movie and Bill Murray waking up and being mad. So, that is my number seven. Sonny and Cher. <laughs> you're saving. Scott, number seven.
1: Uh, I'm apparently being raided here. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's finally happened, boys. Uh, so, so You're getting just, swatted. Yeah. Uh, just the... I always like when movies do this. You know, we talk a lot about the whole "show don't tell." And rather, right, there's really nothing ever explained in this one. Um, it's it's kind of the same effect. And it just, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, I like that they never explain anything. Um, you you kind of get a hint of, about why he finally breaks out of the loop. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no explanation. There's no. Uh, there's, there's no wacky science, movie science going on. Um, there's no, like, really even any theological, uh, like, posturing about what what's happening to him within the movie. Um, and I, I just kind of mm-hmm. like that. It, it was mm-hmm. not the point of the movie. The, the point of the movie is, and I'll talk more about this later, is just him experiencing this day over and over again. Um, the, the why of it isn't really all that important until the, the very end. Um, and I, I just kind of like that. It's 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 high concept without really dipping its toes too far into like the science fiction aspect of it, or the fantasy aspect, however you want to qualify it. Yeah.
0: I just think they crossed the streams, and this is what happened. <laughs> this is what total plutonic reversal is, or whatever the hell yeah. <laughs> they say in the Ghostbusters. Tell us, to tell them about the Twinkie. <laughs> what about the Twinkie? All right, Alex, number seven.
2: My number seven is Ned Ryerson. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I should preface this. My list, I tried to go, because we all know, anybody who's seen this knows all the big moments in this movie, and I was afraid that we were all going to have the same list on this one. Uh, We might, actually, towards the top. But, anyways, uh, I tried to stick to more of the side stuff. And Ned Bryerson has always been one of my favorite characters, uh, mostly because I used to work with a guy that looked almost exactly like him had like the the shape of the face he was tall he was bald uh he never wore a hat but he had glasses and everything and he even did the voice <laughs> he's like oh ned old needle nose ned ned the head come on uh, it's just it, it gets me every time he's like ned ryerson
0: bing bing
2: <laughs> it's so fucking annoying
0: <laughs> all right well, that leads into my number six. Yeah, and my list is kind of all over the place with just specific moments, overall, like actors or concepts. But anyway, my number six is one moment, and I even narrowed it down more than you have. It's when he's just having that, when he goes, Phil, and he goes, Ned, and just knocks him out. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets me every single time. <laughs> some of these things I haven't seen this movie in a while and I was quoting some things like pretty easily but that I knew it was coming up oh god Ned bam so there you go. Bill Purry punching out Ned Ryerson that's my number six Scott
1: okay my uh, number six is the I, there's a few montages of him trying to accomplish different things um, and this is the at least the first one I want to talk about um, and it's how he keeps blowing it with uh, uh, Andy McDowell's character, Rita. Rita, thank you. He's blowing it with Rita over and over again, and it finally devolves into him just getting slapped in like different places. Um, it it kind of like he'll be outside and then back in the room and then outside like in the park again, and then it just like no matter what he does when he when he's trying to force it. Uh, he just keeps blowing it over and over again. But um, uh, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was funny. It was it was, it was a funny cut of, uh, of all the slaps. Um, I like how it ends with him holding the door open for her. <laughs> After she slaps him and he kind of staggers back a little bit next to the door. So he just goes ahead and holds it open for her so she can walk yeah. in. That's
0: great. Uh, <laughs> so you know what that reminded me of? So it reminded me of when you were playing a video game. <laughs>
2: yeah, I said this. I said this and while you get I was watching the movie.
0: Yeah, you get really far, and then you die, crap, and then you go back again. But you don't have the patience that you did the first time you got that far. So you keep dying at earlier points. You keep going back and forth. You're not even getting as far anymore because you're just like, I've already done this part. I don't even want to concentrate on it. But then it's still too yeah. hard. To That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, look yeah. souls yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I do, I do like the, the the idea that. Like how much of it was it just ultimately not going to work and how much of it is like you're saying, Jeff, where he just, it's just rushing along in all these days to get like that little extra piece of information, or maybe he's just not feeling it that day uh, that or that particular like attempt, you know, just like, how much of it is him really trying, how much of it is just going through the motions um, until, until he ultimately gives up. Yeah.
0: It's, it's good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Um, that was six. My six. Your six. Alex,
2: your number six. My number six is for the most part everybody that he meets on that first day is more or less normal. You know, there's no like kooky characters. They don't have like weird clothes or anything. Something that stands out and says, "Hey, remember me," and you know, bullshit like that. uh I think like Ned Ryerson might be the outliner because he's so annoying. But other than that. It's really just the going through every day over and over again that kind of magnifies everybody else's personality and uh, as, as well as Phil's like growing insanity. So I I, I kind of like that they don't force like, hey, remember this character because you're gonna see a lot of them.
0: Yeah, I do like. I have a little more to say about this later, but yeah, I agree. Jesus. Okay. Yeah.
2: Just normal folks, but you get to see him
0: every day, and they say the same things over and over again. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, my number five. Um, this is like three movies. What I don't know, Chris Elliott. I can't believe we've done movies with Chris <laughs> Elliott within the last few weeks.
1: <laughs> Damn it, he's on my list too.
0: <laughs> but like he. He almost plays like a, a straight character here, but then there's moments where you're like, okay, it's Chris Elliott. Like you know, there's times where he's normal, and there's times like at the end, he's basically turning into woogie when he's hitting on Nancy <laughs> and being all
1: two <laughs> bits.
0: <and> <laughs> but um, I got him. I just love like the you know prima donnas, and just he's just so corny, and I don't know, just it's Chris Elliott. I completely forgot that he existed until we did the abyss the other day.
1: (laughs) So for him to come up with these two movies,
0: it's been a real treat. We got to do Cabin Boy next. Oh yes, we do. Oh, that's one on my list. (laughs) Fucking love Cabin Boy. Anybody want to buy a monkey?
2: (laughs) Man, oh man, do I hate them fancy lads!
0: (laughs) All right, Scott, number five.
1: Number five is uh, Ned Ryerson. Uh, Steven Tobolowski uh he he kind of steals the the show in this small part that he has um, Very simultaneously uh like funny watching him, but he's just so obnoxious um and, and late into the movie when Rita and Phil are leaving the hotel together um from the from the dance. He comes up and talks about how Phil bought all that insurance. And he's like, okay, where are the three of us going? And he's so obnoxious that even Rita is like, eh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, let's <laughs> not ruin it. Let, let, let's, let's not spoil it. Yeah. Uh, and then he does the, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just this weird, weird little guy. Uh, yeah. had the, the whole stepping in the puddle. It's a doozy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah hes just a, a, a great little side character that that keeps coming back um, he he also um, says something interesting in the in the beginning the very first time he, he runs into Phil um, where he says I'm, I'm paraphrasing here but he tells Phil what you really need is is like single premium life or something like that and when I heard that I was like ah. Single premium life. I don't get that. It just maybe it was just some foreshadowing about what Phil really needed is like just that ultimately that one day where oh. um, he's doing he's he's like living up to like all of his like not I guess potential is not the right word but is is making the the absolute most of uh, his his relived day. Gotcha. All right, I just see you guys
0: picture in chat did you know he was in Spaceballs? Yeah. balls yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: i never knew that was him you fool you've captured you, the stunt doubles, stunt doubles.
0: <laughs> i did not know that was him yeah wow amazing
1: yeah great character actor stephen hmm all
0: right uh, alex number five
1: my number five
2: is just the repetition i mean usually you would hate repetition right in anything but this movie, just every every little repeat is just, it starts off just little differences here and there with Phil's character and everything, and he affects other people, and then it starts snowballing, and then you get big changes in some of his days, little changes in others. Uh, like the time, <laughs> like he's going through the motions, he gets depressed, and he's just sitting there watching Jeopardy with everybody. It's just fantastic. Then you go to another day where, I don't know, we do the supercut of all the suicides, the supercut of all the slaps. And it's it's the great effect and they don't you know they space them out all, like all those you know cutting the days like really short together to see how it it ended they they space out those moments just in the it, in the right way so it's not like annoying it's actually a delight and you can't wait to see it's like oh let's see another vignette of what else happens what else he does wrong
0: yeah. it's a little dark with all the suicides yeah yeah do they don't really play them up for comedy effect. And they do and they don't. Like some of mm-hmm. them, okay. The toaster one's kind of funny. Um,
2: but yeah. But yeah, the other ones. Oh, and the uh, yeah, the the really heartbreaking ones where he's trying to si- uh, save uh, that old man's life, like yeah. over and over again. That one's
1: rough. Yeah. And he can't, d- just can't accept it. Yeah, I do. I do like that. Um, I mean, obviously they they were they were trying to have a, a comedy you know, a little bit of romantic comedy mixed in. Um, But this could have gone to a really, really dark place. Uh, But I I don't know that the movie would have worked that way. Um, Because if you're living like that without any consequences whatsoever, like, he never really does anything that awful. Um, Which I think is important for him to be redeeming as a character. Is he's kind of raping these girls?
0: Um... In a way,
2: and yeah, Well, he's tricking him into bed. That's different.
1: It's yes, I, I, I. It is a gray area, Jeff. But, but I, yeah. he's never full on like forcing himself onto them, though.
0: Okay. Do you think at the end, if he would have told he, Andy McDowell's character, um, yeah. So there was like two months where all I did was try to figure out every single possible thing about you, so that I could, um, you know, have. Maybe sex that with was you.
2: one of the slaps.
0: No, but after this whole thing is done, would he admit that um, to her? Yeah, she wouldn't have believed them anyways.
1: Um, so that that brings up a good like. There's all kinds of moral do? moral questions come out. So we really wanted to spend yeah. like whole another episode on this. But is is he morally obligated to like tell her of like all the the all the bad things that he did? Because he also did a lot of good things, mm-hmm. and none of it actually happened it's all just basically with him you know it's that, that yeah, whole except for that
2: one last day yeah
1: yeah it gets it gets i mean it gets really philosophical fast like the whole if the tree falls in the forest thing um you know if he did all this this very benevolent or very uh, uh, malign things you know is he still accountable when it all gets erased after the end of the day
2: yeah.
0: Right. So if you clear your browser sense. history, it doesn't happen?
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's he's right. There forever. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, which is why, again, it's good that he, they never have him he quite to that, him. to that next level. He does yeah. kill a groundhog.
0: He does.
2: Yeah, but he takes himself out too, so. <laughs> that doesn't make it right. Hey, he's fine. They're both fine.
0: All right. All right, this is getting too see? deep. Um, yeah, see. Well, on uh, to my number four. Yes. Yeah. Letter well, four. And this is, I don't know why. It's not even that funny. It's probably the 50th funniest, funniest joke in this movie. But I, just his, it's Bill Murray's delivery is, is when he's talking, he's in the little diner and he's talking and he says his name and the guy turns around, the guy from the burbs, hey, your name's Phil, just like the groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> Morons, your bus is leaving. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, just like the groundhog.
0: <laughs> More on your bus is leaving. I don't know why. Go for some I, it's, flapjacks. Yeah, it's yeah, some flapjacks. I, I just love that his delivery on that one. So
1: that's my number four.
0: Nice, Scott. Number four.
1: Uh, my number four is actually kind of similar to yours, Jeff. It's just a very small beat of a kind of physical comedy from Bill Murray when the the first time, or so right after he's learned that uh, Rita's favorite drink is like. Sweet vermouth with a twist, and so he orders the same thing, and look on his face when he takes a sip of it. <laughs> that was probably the hardest like laugh I had this time around. Anyway, like he just like it tasted so awful for him. And then the next scene, I, I don't I don't even know what he said, but he like mumbles something to himself because it tastes so awful. To, <laughs> but he's just like doing no, it. it to,
2: isn't he just saying a small prayer and toasting to world peace?
1: Yeah, he gets around to that, but oh, okay. There's like one. There's like an additional scene where you can tell like he does not like the, the vermouth at all. Ah, I see. But the first, the first time though, just look on his face when he sips it. <laughs> I don't know, that made me laugh. That's my number four. All
0: right, Alex, number four.
2: Chris Elliott. <laughs> I love. He's 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 pretty much there just to deliver the punchline every once in a while, and it's just fantastic. Uh, like uh, when Rita is like Why would somebody <laughs> Kidnap a groundhog Well I can think of A couple reasons Pervert Pervert
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, It's just great uh, prima, prima Donna's line Did he actually Call himself the talent And even when He's being sincere He's like Oh I talked to So and so Who's who And he said We can get a better shot Of the groundhog Over the year. It's like, What do you think Larry Or what's his character's name Chris Ellie's character's name Larry uh, whatever, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. That's yes, Larry. Oh, fantastic, yeah, great job. He As Scott would say, he's doing yeoman's work.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, onto my number three, and it's just basically Alex said this earlier. It's just all his different re- interactions with everyone, and how they reoccur, right? So you have the very first, uh. One of the uh, one of Herman's heads guys who walks up the stairs yeah, and yeah. he's super happy and chipper. Hey, good
2: and... to, to see the groundhog.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the one time where he's like ciao and he's like super nice with them and Bill Murray leaves and he just his chins up a little higher and yeah, good start to he's his like, day. Ciao. <laughs> uh, you know, from then from there, it's with the, the the lady who's running the bed and breakfast to his interactions with. Uh, the old man, Ned Ryerson, just all of them throughout. And then later on when he's dealing with Brian Doyle Murray and the piano teacher and all that. I just, I love it. And his, it's just bilvery, So, But his interactions and how sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. <laughs> Ned Ryerson, when he just hugs him and won't let him go and probably scares him away. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> what are you doing today? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so his interactions throughout the whole... Not so much with Andy McDowell's character or everybody else. How it's because this is different, but it's this nice little backstories for everybody. I liked it. Background stories, I should say.
1: Um, Scott, number three. Uh, number three is the the whole sequence of him trying to save the old man. That's um, it's kind of the 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 closest they they really get to to him addressing from from kind of like a. a like a meta level of, like, what's happening to him. Um, you know, the old man keeps dying, you know, what, but he, like, Bill Murray, like, looks up. Um, you know, as if addressing God, the higher power, just, like, the universe, like, they, they never really get into it. Um, yeah, there, there's the, the whole thing about fate. Um, you know, nothing he, he did could save this old man. The man was supposed to die that day. Um, and again, we, we get really deep, really fast here. <laughs> if, if we use that as like a, as kind of an anchor point to say like, well, everything was supposed to happen, you know. So in theory, all these other days when he's trying all these other things, those were also supposed to happen, right? But then there's the whole thing about you make your own fate. So um, yeah, I could go on and on. But um, just on, on an emotional level, it is it is the Kind of turning point for for his character, um, to to leading into the the final uh, version of himself after all this time spent. Um, yeah, and then just overall, just the this little old man, the, the actor they got. He never says a word, but he just seems so happy that 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 feels like giving him soup, that he's giving him money, and then he like recognizes Phil when when he comes back later to take him to the hospital and. Um, it just, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of heart-wrenching. It still is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my number three.
0: He should have just took him to the hospital first thing in the morning.
1: <laughs> uh, right, well, I mean, he only tried to save him three times, so.
2: <laughs> well, that we saw. Yeah,
1: but no. All right.
0: Uh, good stuff. Alex, mm-hmm. number three. My number three is the diner scene where he
2: tries to explain that he's a god. Not yeah. the god. Just a god.
0: It's just not great. Egon either.
2: Yeah. He's not Egon. Even though he's in the movie. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah. He's convincing uh, Andy McDowell. Uh, talking about every person in the in the diner and stuff. And then predicting where the guy was going to throw, you know, drop the dishes. And then Larry comes in. That was a great little moment. And then they're laying in bed, throwing cards and, and and whatnot, like, towards the end of the night. And she's like, it's midnight, and you're still here. Well, yeah. It's like, well, it just happens around 6 a.m., and then they get into this fight, and they really... You can tell that's the first time where he's not trying to get... He's just having the first time he's had an honest moment with her. Uh, and it was nice. Yep. I mean, the day repeated after that, which sucks, but... Because he wasn't—he wasn't quite there. He didn't quite get it yet. But that nope. was like the the the, the uh, along with you know him saving the old man repeatedly, or trying to save the old man repeatedly is like one of the one of the turning points.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the difference in that sweet moment with her is he had told her he never tells her about Groundhog Day, whatever the, the repeating day, the last day, right? Yeah. Alright, um, my number two, and basically just the overall concept of this movie. Um, we've kind of all said different things about it throughout, but that's just it. The whole, um, the, you know, repeating itself, and then, you know, the first part is how you would do it. Yeah, I'll get away with anything, no consequences. And then it's like, this sucks, I'm going to kill myself. And then it's, it's this, I'm going to try to just tell people, guide people, tell what's going on, ask for help. And then I'm just going to be good, I guess. And then I'm not going to be good again. Then I'm going to, you know, like all that. I just think it's really cool. And that's, I think that's why it's been done in like twenty other movies since. Live, die, repeat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever the hell yeah. the name of the movie is.
1: Edge of tomorrow. Edge of
2: fucking tomorrow. Jeez, that title.
0: Anyways. Yep. Um. All right. Scott, number two. Uh,
1: number two is the the last day, um, and he he runs off from the after, after giving the I <laughs> think he works in was it like Tolstoy or something like that. <laughs> about, yeah. about, the, about the long winter um, and then all of a sudden Rita like, is like who's this guy I'm going to have coffee with him and uh, he says oh i got to run some errands and she's confused errands and then he like he just goes through this whole cavalcade of, of these little things that he's doing for people around town um, of, of varying degrees of, uh, of significance so like he saves the kid from falling out of the tree and at the very least like breaking his leg um he the the old ladies get the the, their tire busted so he's like there with a with a jack (laughs) he's he's already set it up so the jack's there so he can start helping him Um, i just like he's like i just happen to have a jack and tire (laughs) yeah they, they don't they
2: don't question it um yeah he's from the motor club
1: yeah they you know him saving randall murray him helping out the 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 couple uh, General Zod, by the way. If you Which couple? It. The what? Terrence Stamp, n- the other General Zod, Michael Shannon. So the couple that he helps out, um, like sh- the, the
2: the oh the young couple. The young couple
1: were the oh young shit those Michael Shannon. Yeah, those having second thoughts um, about about getting married. <laughs>
2: WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, and gives them the WrestleMania tickets.
0: Huh? No, I did not recognize him. Yeah,
1: that that was. That was totally him. Uh, oh, that's awesome! I don't know if it was his first yeah, role, yeah. but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's young Michael Shannon there. Um, yeah, just again all these things that, that he's doing, but he's like all of a sudden after that's uh, all it took was this one day to, to be the most popular guy in town, um, and then the, the bidding war, and um, I really like how he uh, how he plays off like Annie McDowell's questions where. He could totally be pumping himself up. He's like, "Yeah, I have no idea what's going on." Um, I I kind of like to think that that was the first time that he went to the to the dance and played.
2: Yeah, I have this on my list also, so I'll get into it right now. But yeah, that was, I agree, because he seems when he's playing the piano and then he stops the band, he seems genuinely surprised to see her there.
1: Right. So, yeah, exactly. Because if he if he if he'd done it again, then it, it wouldn't have meant anything for him to for her to, to buy him, basically. Yeah, I so hey, agree. Got the last day. All right, That's
0: Alex number two. Yeah,
2: mine was also the uh, his his last perfect day, and uh, along with that, I think that this day he might have done those things like individually and combination like. Maybe, I don't know, hundreds if not thousands of times but I think his perfect day was the one where he combined all of those things together. Mostly because yeah, maybe he did everything except go to the dance and play the piano and that was the one day that he did it. Um, yeah. was I said before, because he, he did look genuinely surprised when he saw Rita coming into the dance and the whole auction and then ice sculpting. <laughs> Well, yeah, all the, all the things that he learned to do. I forget, I think there was somebody, of course, somebody on the internet, like, tried to calculate exactly how many years he right. was so, stuck in
1: a time loop. So there's, like, there's like two or three, like, I don't know, sites or people that have, have like, done calculations based on different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go right. ahead, Alex.
2: Yeah, like, becoming a master pianist, learning French, uh... Learning all this poetry and stuff, all the studying that he had to do, um, he he gets called doctor, so uh, yeah. at one point by the old couple. So maybe he's a, ch- a chiropractor now, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> to get to get to know, memorize, you know, to the second when something is going to happen in town. Uh, I don't know. But like they, they're th- saying, thousands like, of years, maybe.
1: Like the like the calculation was was anywhere near that, but it was. It was, I think like the median number was like 10 or something like that. Um, 10
2: years? 10,000 years.
1: Like 10 years. Uh, 10 years. It's like yeah. 10,000 hour. like the saying goes 10,000 hours to master something. So.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: so about 10 years just trapped in that little town.
1: At least, yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Phil's perfect day.
0: All right. Um, my number one is, uh, to quote Woody Harrelson, Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, this movie Fuckin would not... Be- I can't see anyone else in this role. It's it's all him. It's a good movie. It's a good concept, but he... is the nice cherry on top, I guess, is the way to say it. It's, it's nothing without him. We've already talked about his little interactions, his little comedic moments here and there. But I think it's just kind of a... Uh, I don't know if it's the first time he did some dramatic stuff but it's uh, you know early on in his dramatic career before he gone into other more just pure dramatic roles um mm-hmm. so yeah bill murray awesome listen mister you can either freeze to death or go back to Punk's tony
2: i'm thinking about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's good all right scott number one a uh, number one is uh just again getting into what this this whole movie's about um, just on top of just his his character evolving um, as it's like a human being um, the the real draw is just seeing this one character basically go through the entire range of human experience like just through the lens of this very narrow lens and this one day in this small town. Um, And, you know, he, he's just like, he starts off, he's, he's kind of a, he's kind of a scumbag to start. Um, he's not like a bad guy. Um, and he he slowly, you know, becomes like, again, more, more evolved, more enlightened. Um, but yeah, you see him go through like some version of the like stages of, of being a human, I guess. Uh, you know they they talk about the stages of grief. Um, in this case, you know he he starts off with the uh, you know the reckless abandon, um, and then eventually moves into the, like the depression, um, and like in between there is just wild hedonism um, until he, he's at a point where what what he's getting the most fulfillment from is is being a part of the community of of helping these people. Um, Even though he knows it doesn't matter. Like, none of it is going to be real for him the next day. So, yeah, I I just enjoy that that kind of arc running through the the whole thing. That's my number one. Very
2: cool. Alex? Bill's character arc. Damn it, Scott. Keep taking my best ones. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah... Uh, it's fantastic seeing him Like grow from being just this jerk Now he doesn't have a total 180 I don't, I don't think From It's not like Scrooge Where he becomes like this uh, Insanely just happy Wanted to go take on the world In a different light type of guy He's like he gets I mean that one perfect day Yeah he is that guy But then I, I want to believe that Yeah he goes from being a jerk To being just a decent guy it takes him 10 years <laughs> to move, like, <laughs> ah, I'd say maybe 90, maybe a little bit more. Not quite 180, maybe 100 degrees, 115. Ah, that's just me. I don't know what the number, I mean, yeah, he's... You know. <laughs> You're not good with numbers?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I do like that he manages to, to stay sane on some level. Yeah, he just had to push through it. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was like after all the suicide attempts, he's like, well, that's not going to work. All right, I guess I'm just living here now. Just ex- It's just the level of acceptance that
0: kept him sane. But I like, even at the very end, like he said, it's not 180, because at the end he's like, let's move here. And then he's like, well, we'll rent first. Like, that's even just showing you that he's still. Mm-hmm. Done a hundred percent soul on this place. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm sorry, I, I was looking to see if we had done Lost in Translation yet. Apparently we have yeah, a long time ago. And um was it we talk about this movie, but then we talk about how Skynet was originally intended to be a vacuum cleaner. The history of the Green Lantern <laughs> as a video game hero. So uh uh-huh. we'll go back and listen to that episode. I
1: the Skynet's a vacuum. Cleaner. I don't know. Does that make you want to listen to it? It sounds like something. Yeah, it does. I, I, I I, I bet. I bet. You know what? I bet it was. I, I, I bet it was uh, us talking about Dyson doing the, (gasps) oh, and and the vacuum company. Yes, that was it. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Hmm. Wow, we're pretty clever. Yeah, now we are. Oh, we were. That's true.
0: We also were a lot shorter. It was only a fifty-four minute episode. Wow, we're keeping
1: it tight, damn. <laughs> was, did we have a rating on in translation?
0: No, no, we it did not. Do, we did we not? We started going back and rating our old stuff, but we never continued doing that. So this never has one. Interesting. Um, it also has a picture, a special picture, so that we used Suck,
1: to do. sucking Ooh. on a titty. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, that wraps up our list. Any other uh, honorable mentions? Um, go watch this movie, folks.
1: Yeah, I think I think I mentioned it all.
0: All right, awesome. well let's let's rate it on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. I will go first, and I, I will give the. <laughs> I was so f- close, it just. Yeah, it's a six. I want to give it a seven, but I'm not just because comedies aren't my jam. Whatever the kids say these days, I'd rather watch something. They're not your def jam. <laughs> something a little more action-y, more fantastical. Uh, but I love this movie. It's if it's not a six, it's a seven. I still, but I'm going to officially, it's a six for me. Um, Scott, cheers. Sure. Uh,
1: also a six. Um. Yeah, it's it's very watchable. Um it it's very uh sweet at times. Uh and you know you you guys mentioned Chris Elliott. he's actually like weak spot for me in this. <laughs> I wonder if yeah, I wonder really? if he's what's keeping it from being a seven in this. But uh yeah, this this is uh quintessential Bill Murray um if if you're gonna make a list of hundred movies type deal. Um so a six for
0: me. All right. And Alex. Also a six for me.
2: This movie's great. Even though the movie is very repetitive,
0: it is a delight. Well,
2: that's
1: the whole point of it. What do, what do
0: you... Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't hold that against it. <laughs> I'm not holding it against it. I know, I know, I'm just saying.
2: But you described this movie, oh, this guy relives the same day over and over again, and it's pretty repetitive. I mean, it sounds like a negative, but it isn't. It turns what would be a negative into a positive. That's what I am what saying. Negative. That sounds
0: good. The thing about this movie is if you were to describe it to somebody, you couldn't describe it without saying it's it's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's how iconic this
2: movie and then, is and then, <laughs> whenever and then something misprana- like this happens. And
1: then and then misnaming the movie. Like when I was writing my notes I typed out Groundhog's Day. I was just gonna bring that
0: up, Scott. I've been doing that all day and I just found <laughs> yeah. out whenever we sat down <laughs> yeah. to do this that it's not possessive. Groundhog. The yeah. day of the How groundhog or yeah. What. Yeah.
1: groundhog day. Or plural <laughs> or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was putting it with an apostrophe, yeah. so my thought was that it was the day of the groundhog, but Oh yeah.
1: me too.
2: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll right. just wake up and correct myself tomorrow. It's
1: like daylight saving. <laughs> There's no savings. <laughs>
0: Daylight of the Saving. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we're gonna go to our crossover list, which we kind of kept it simple this time. Uh, we could have done repeating movies, but uh, you know, this would win. And anyway, we decided to do top Bill Murray movies. We don't do this very often, but we just wanted to pick out uh, the you know the main actor from this and just see what what are some of his best works. And he has a pretty large catalog, so I think we'll have mm-hmm. we'll have some duplicates, but I think we'll definitely have some unique items on here as well. Oh, so
1: fucking Murray.
0: <laughs> I will go first and um, my number five is Scrooged wow damn it's, number five yeah it's not my favorite Christmas movie and I don't think I like it as much as most people do but I still like the movie and I think it's one of those it's like this movie is just made for him and you already talked about someone going a whole 180 and that one like you know the, the whole story just about him doing that um, mm-hmm. but I think he, he's just he's great in that movie so that is my number five.
2: Oh, something that I didn't know about Scrooge is all the Murray brothers are in that movie.
0: There's more than two. It's
1: yeah, four.
2: So I know, yeah, I know, I know, of
1: I know, I know two of I them. Mean, who's the fourth?
2: Uh, you know the the guy that plays his kid brother in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, so there's that guy. There's Brian Murray. Who's the other guy? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the other guy is Eddie Murray. I, <laughs> <laughs> I forget his name. I forget his first Go name, but you, you know, uh, uh, you guys remember Mad Men? Yeah. The the guy that discovers Peggy, like the basket full of kisses. The guy that drinks and pisses himself during a meeting.
0: Okay, no, I don't oh, remember, I remember that specific it. character. Oh, okay.
1: I know the the kid brother. Wasn't he in like one of those John Cusack '80s movies?
2: Maybe I think he's the one that is the least actory.
1: I love them. <laughs> Least actor Mm-hmm
0: Sci- Scientific term Yeah Alright uh, Scott, what's your number five?
1: Five is also Scrooge Part of, part of my mm. row Because we're starting off on the same note here <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I, I am one of those people that, that greatly enjoys this movie And is one of my favorite Christmas movies uh, But yeah, in particular It's it's a great uh, Bill Murray performance So uh, yeah, Scrooge, my number five mm. All right Alex,
0: your number five. My number five is Stripes. I
2: haven't seen... I think I've only seen this movie twice, and I enjoyed it, but I can barely remember it, so I think I'm due for another watch. But I know I like it. So that's why it's my number five, because I I forget. I know it's got an RV in it that's special, and Harold Ramis is in it, and John Candy.
0: Right? Yeah, see that's why I didn't put it online because I've only seen it once, and so I can't be my favorite one of my favorite movies I've ever only seen. I mean, it one I think time. I've
1: I think I've seen it a couple times, but it never really grabbed me.
0: So.
2: Oh, I know Sam Raimi's in it too.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, anyway, I just looked up Joel Murray, and I definitely remember him from Mad Men now. Yeah, there it is. I had no idea they were brothers. All right, you have a movie you don't even remember on your list, Alex. Good job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, my number four. This is not a Bill Murray movie, but he's in it, and that would be Caddy Wild Things. <laughs> no, <laughs> Caddyshack. Right? I mean, I think he is. He, he, well, he may steal the show. He is not one of the main characters, like the biggest Chevy Chase and Ronnie Dangerfield and everything. But um, yeah, Caddyshack. His, his, his. Uh, everything he does in this
1: movie. <laughs> Hey, so little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, "Oh, there won't be any money, but when you die on your deathbed, you receive total consciousness." So I got that going <laughs> for me, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. It's in the hole. It's in
0: the hole. I love the. Uh,
1: Some dynamite hack.
0: The the Scottish uh, groundskeeper, or whatever. I need you to go out there and kill all the golfers. Oh, uh, okay, but wait a minute. If I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Not the golfers, the golfers. <laughs> okay. uh, Scottish people are magic. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've done Caddyshack, so maybe I'm going to add that to my list. Um, oh, anyway, so
1: step on a duck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Caddyshack, Bill Murray, number four, greatest movie. Scott.
1: Jeff, stop copying my list because number four is Caddyshack.
0: Oh, boy. Jesus H. Anything to add? At least we've seen our movies,
2: Alex. <laughs> yeah, but Bill Murray doesn't star in these movies. You can't call it a Bill Murray movie. I
0: and mean, then he got replaced. He it replaced by Dan top.
1: Aykroyd in the second one. Yeah, everyone
0: got replaced in that movie, Jesus. hmm
1: Was there anybody but
2: I'll allow it. I mean Caddyshack is a fantastic movie. Chevy Chase
1: was back in the second one. Oh he is? Yeah.
0: Mm. Alright, uh, Alex, what's your number four?
2: My number four is Lost in Translation. One of his, uh, dramatic roles. It's fantastic. Um, his, uh, comedic timing in that movie just accentuates all the drama and stuff that happens in the rest of the film as well. It's, it's very well-balanced, heartfelt. It's, it's fantastic. It's Santori time,
0: is what it is. <laughs> it is. I agree. This is my number three, uh, Love this movie. I don't usually like these types of movies, but uh, just the way it's filmed, him and Scarlett Johansson are just both great in it. And you said him. him it is serious, but he does just a little bit of comedy here and there, and it works perfect. Lip, um, you want me li- lip them? <laughs> you, you want me to be like Roger Moore? Oh, uh, James Bond. Roger Moore. oh okay. <laughs> The one time where he's, like, at late at night, you know, he can't sleep, and he's on the treadmill, and he just starts going too fast. He just yells for help. Help! <laughs> oh, kills me. But all the other sweet stuff, too, with, with uh, Scarlet Johansson. Love that movie. I don't know why, but I do. It's, um it's great movie. All
1: right, that was your number four. That was
0: my number three. Mm-hmm. Scott, what's your number
1: three? Finally, our list diverge. Uh, number three is Ghostbusters.
0: Uh, All right. What
2: you like something more than Ghostbusters?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: like two things more than Ghostbusters. One of them we just talked about, I'm sure.
1: Well, so so there's like a balance here between the movie and his performance in the movie. So, um, in in this case, uh, yeah, Ghostbusters. I think was I, I don't know about Bill Murray's career trajectory, but was this the like his first like I, I don't know blockbuster? kind of put him on, like, made him an A-lister, I guess. It's probably his only blockbuster. Right. And well, okay, yeah, maybe that's the wrong way to, to put it. Um, like, the first time he became like, a bankable movie star. I think so.
0: I mean, Caddyshack was before it. Tootsie yeah, be was before side character.
1: it.
0: Meatballs.
2: Side character. But. Side character. Yeah. Definitely wasn't Meatballs. Uh, stripes, he was a star in, but, uh, yeah, I don't think he was that shot him into the stratosphere like Ghostbusters did.
0: But, yeah.
1: Anyway, anyway. Ghostbusters, we 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 all know Ghostbusters. This man has no dick.
0: <laughs> bye. I'm gonna, bye. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna buy him a nice fruit basket. <laughs> Alright, we'll talk about this a little bit more later. Um, yeah, we will. Go, Alex, you're number three. My number three is Rushmore.
2: It was my first yeah. Wes Anderson... I know, you hate it, Jeff, but it's the first Wes Anderson movie that I saw, and his quirky timing and humor and uh, the a bit off-pacing, <laughs> uh, the cuts to camera shots, everything. I love most of, not all, most of Wes Anderson movies, and this is the first one I ever watched, and I dug it. I still dig it. I love that movie.
1: One yeah. of my, my favorite scenes in, in any movie is the... They're going to dinner, and uh, Luke Wilson shows up, the the Scrubs, and uh, <laughs> so and, and what's the what, what's what's the actor's name? Um, Jason Owen Wilson? No, 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 no. Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Thank you. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman um, says he couldn't even bother to like dress up for dinner, and he's like, "I just came from from work. These are our scrubs." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, are they?" And then. Bill Murray's character. (laughs) Try not to (laughs) laugh. (laughs) You go, hey, he spits up his drink a little bit. He jokes out what he's drinking. It's great. Oh, God. It's good stuff.
0: All right. Um, So that was Alex's number three. Yep. Uh, My number three was lost in translation. So we're on the way. My number two, then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Groundhog's Day. Don't normally like to include the movies we just talked about, but it has to be on my list. So, Groundhog's Day. Everything we just said earlier. Yep. So, Scott, number two.
1: Uh, Number two, also Groundhog Day. I also never try or always try to not have a thing in the top seven here, but because it's Bill Murray movies, I don't think I could leave it out. So, yep, number two, Groundhog Day. All
0: right. Uh Scott number
1: two. Alex number two. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> well, I would have put Groundhog's Day as my number five, but since I didn't want to put it on my list. Uh my number oh, two is
1: Scrooge. What? So Groundhog like you didn't want to put on your list or it just didn't make your list?
2: No, I didn't want to put it on my list because we just talked about it.
1: You you always do that. Not always. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. I'm just flapping. Well,
2: up. agree to disagree. Fla- I think you guys do it more than I do. Anyways. <laughs>
1: what? Scrooged.
2: Scrooged is my number two. I love that movie. I watch it every Christmas. Uh, it's a great take on the classic Dickens novel. Uh, great actors, great cameos, and Bill Murray, of course, is fantastic.
0: Very Next. good. Next. By the way, I just sent you guys a picture I found of Bill Murray.
1: It's hilarious. <laughs> Bill fucking Murray.
0: So it's basically <laughs> a picture of old Bill Murray with some young girl with uh, who is very buxom, and he is uh, not shy just about staring down her shirt during the picture. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> not even trying to hide it. Oh, it's hilarious. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, my number one is Ghostbusters. There, there was no doubt for me. This is same. Uh, I mean. Grew up on the movie. It's it might be my favorite comedy of all time. I really have to think about it, but it would definitely be in my top five. Um, just everything about him in that movie. Just just playing off of Egon and uh, sp- uh Jesus Christ, Spangler Spanks. Uh, <laughs> it's Egon Spangler Stance Winston. Stance, there you go. Um But <laughs> symmetrical book stacking. <laughs> yes, no human would stack books like this. <laughs> Uh-huh. And the whole scene with him and Dana Barrett In her apartment and They hate this ding 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 Oh, that's the bedroom Nothing ever happened in there What a crime It's <laughs> uh, fantastic Yeah, Bill Murray, Ghostbusters That's my number one uh, Scott, what's your number one?
1: My number one is Lost in Translation um, Basically all the, the things we already talked about um, yeah, just, again, very well shot. Somehow they, they managed to to create a lot of chemistry between him and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and it's just an incredibly breezy movie. Uh, it's a, it's a very easy watch in large part because of him. So, that's been one.
0: Coppola. Very nice. Yep, I agree. Like I said, I don't know why I like that movie, but I do. Um... Alex, your number one is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters.
2: What do you want? Movie's fantastic from beginning to end. Also try and watch it every year. Halloween time. It's scary, but it's, you know, really... Well, for kids, it's like scary, but not too scary. So my boys still, like, have fallen in love with that movie, too. I'm happy.
0: Yeah, I... I I mean, I was definitely older than your boys are now when it came out. And I remember there were parts of it that scared me for a while. Like, I wouldn't look at the librarian.
1: Yeah, I think that's the worst
0: of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I ca- have to
2: cover their jo- their eyes for the ghost blowjob, but... <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I didn't know what the heck was going on. And then the uh, the cab driving one was pretty spooky.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't like that one. But yeah, other than that, but there were scary moments. I, I think maybe they're opening the refrigerator that scared me just not it wasn't even that scary but I didn't want to look because I just feared what was going to be in there the music and everything but still I still loved it it was still funny enough that I kept watching it even though I was scared on some scenes all right mm-hmm. any audible mentions before we move on
1: Um, I think we we, mentioned, we mentioned the line uh, several times but uh, Zombieland <laughs> one of the one of the all-time cameos <laughs> that was great yeah all right,
0: well, I guess it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports
2: ball? So, got a cool story coming out of Mexico this week. Uh, you know how pretty much all the events have been canceled or are being delayed. There's not a lot of lucha libre going on in Mexico right now. So, what are they doing? El hijo del sombrero. He's making, <laughs> he's making uh, <laughs> medical masks. Out of uh, like a bunch of just cloth that he has for making costumes Because aside from being a wrestler, he also made costumes and everything for, you know Various other his teammates or his friends or just people who wanted to buy them So he's using his uh, his talents and his family members and staff, you know That would work with him to, to make the costumes to make masks And they're in like their luchador uh, designs and everything They look really freaking
0: cool Hey, that's it, yeah. No, Very doing, yeah. Doing doing good works. That's right. Um, I know this is not sports, and I, know, I don't. I, did you hear? Is there, like, aliens exist? Did you hear this? <laughs>
1: did you hear this? hear oh, yeah. this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure Jeff is uh purchased some extra blinds and some tinfoil. I don't know <laughs> some shotguns. Uh.
0: Yeah. Haven't I been saying this for ten Ch- goddamn years? I've been saying this.
2: Chassis belt. Uh, yeah, next this Fourth of July, you'll see Jeff in a biplane going straight up into a mothership. Hello, boys! <laughs> I'm back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, it's time for new news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was yeah. Okay, uh, not much for me to to go over this week, so. You know, uh I will comb the, the internet for movie news and most of it is, is just stuff's getting pushed back. Big surprise or mm-hmm. here's a look back at this thing that happened already. So um nothing really to excite much so uh all I've really got is uh just an update on a video game I've been playing. Um so there's all kinds of little things with the the stay-at-home stuff that I was thinking about the other day. It's all... Most of it's just, like, boring, dumb stuff not worth mentioning, but how, how you know, our routines have, have changed. And one of the things I've started doing is actually playing my Switch on my TV instead of uh, <laughs> just doing it handheld. Oh, yeah, handheld. And and yeah. I find that I actually do enjoy playing the Switch games <laughs> on my TV. Uh, and that said, I picked... I. I've gone back to Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, picked up where I left off on that. Just uh, pretty far into the game, um, I, I still enjoy it. It's it almost doesn't feel like a Nintendo title. Like they, they've, I think they've really closed the gap with with the Switch finally. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, like it's not looking like the four K HDR like Assassin's Creed uh, like Odyssey anything like that. But I mean, it, it looks and feels perfectly next gen. Um, so I'm curious to see if um, as, a, as a side note, if Nintendo does come out with their like switch 1.5, they've already kind of had a couple smaller iterations, which weren't like really huge improvements on the or, or huge iterations on the, the the actual firmware hardware itself. Um, mm-hmm. But back to three houses. Uh, I still recommend this. Um if if people are looking for uh uh you know, a lengthy game that like they like RPGs, um it, it's actually part of the game is, is fairly bite-sized, like the, the combat parts. Because you can just do like a fight and then like call it a session. Um some of it's a little more involved, um, which is which might be a turn-off for some people, especially after you've gone to a certain point in the game. But yeah, I still recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's basically what I want to talk about. Um, the other thing is, if anybody's playing Animal Crossing, New Horizons, or whatever it's called, uh, there's, a, there's a chance that Frodo will will visit your village, or your town, or whatever it's called, and, and buy <laughs> your ways. Yeah. So, I, I almost want us to like set it up just to see if that happens. But, uh, yeah, that's basically all I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same old, same old. Um, Alex, anything you want to go over?
2: Yeah. First, a question: Have you played Spider Man or uh, Dragon Quest yet?
1: I did, but this was like last year. Uh, <laughs> so no, it's it. I I've, I've got him sitting there, so I could. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's you know <laughs> you know, you know that. what the, that's that's the crazy thing is, um, you know I, I'm I'm fortunate to 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 be able to work from home, but yeah. but in doing so, like I feel like I actually have less time now. To play video games and and watch like and stream stream stuff to watch than I did before this all started happening, which sounds nuts, but yeah, I feel like i haven't gotten to like really spend much time doing anything like that uh you know and, and again i can't complain i'm i'm gainfully employed and and i 'm happy to be so um but yeah it, it is it is weird you'd think if i wasn't leaving my house that I'd have more time for this stuff but I just haven't um, I don't know maybe Jeff you you or, or you guys are both doing the same thing like I don't know do you, do you guys feel the same way
0: for the most um, part for me I feel like yeah I'm just I'm waking up I roll out of bed I get on my computer and I'm working and then I'll after a little bit I will go okay now it's time to go on a walk or something but for yeah I'm working just as much if not more than normal um, I'm not going to say there haven't been some slow times where I've walked around or like I hooked up my switch to my, I've always had it on the TV, but now I decided to hook it up to one of my monitors in my ah. office. But I do I tried playing Zelda again, like I mentioned, and I just—it's too much work. <laughs> and I found out that like some work that I had done has, has been lost. Like I had got the Master Sword, I had done a bunch of stuff, and that's somehow I didn't didn't get saved, and that just pissed me off. So <laughs> I don't think I'll be playing that again.
1: Yeah, that that'd do it.
2: Mm, my schedule's pretty much the same yep just play deep into the night when I have the the living room all to myself because I got wife and kids they all gotta watch their shows (laughs) I can't play like fucking oh this is gonna get into my news speaking of repetition near automata I can't play that in front of the kids yeah yeah I can see that
1: Mm -hmm. I I I guess you just gotta watch uh Chicago landscaping or whatever the new Chicago show is.
0: That's right. (laughs) What are
1: you talking about? (laughs) Did I I, I hear somebody in the background just now go, (laughs) when I said Chicago, go, hmm. Yeah, you did.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've been playing uh, Nier Automata and that's, if you guys don't know what it is, it's an action adventure game, essentially, but it has multiple, multiple endings, and you don't get the true ending until you've played it four times, until you've beaten the game four times. I'm on my third playthrough right now, and it's kind of like, it's not like you beat it with the same character over and over again, it's like you beat it once, okay, you beat it, you play it the second time, and it's with a different character, so you get a different viewpoint, and then uh, the third time... You play it. It's a continuation of where you stopped off the last time. So it, it keeps adding to the variety. It's so, not just, so you it's know, like, playing the it's, same game. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, there's... It, it, every time you get a new ending on your save file, you get, like, A through Z, pretty much. So there's essentially 26 endings, but a lot of them are just... You, you essentially, like, game over, and then the credits roll by, like, really fast... Like within like three seconds, and then the the, the game starts over again. Uh, but yeah, to get like the main ending, you have to play at least four times. And I'm enjoying it; it's pretty cool. In other game news, uh, there's been a massive leak for The Last of Us Two. So if you want to play that game, just be careful out on the internet because the whole game is like
1: leaked. So that's that's another one on my 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 growing list of things that I. Wanna to get to. But I've got yeah, I've got the what whatever it's called, the definitive version, the the, the UHD version of the first game. I'm
2: telling you So I I mean, to it, that it's a linear game experience, but it's a fantastic it's such a good game. Just play it. I just
1: I don't have time. Just play it. I don't have
0: time. I do want to play that one I've always heard it's good, so I, I will I will try to get that done or started or purchased. Yeah, borrow PS four from someone. Is it on Steam? No, I think I think that one's a Sony exclusive. Oh, well then I would never be playing it. Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that was quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just watch a let's play. Watch somebody else <laughs> play it on
0: the YouTubes. I yeah, how old do you think I am that I get what enjoy watching other people play video games? It's the worst. It's not the worst. It's the worst. Old man. Like if
2: you can't... Well, you said you're never gonna play it. You might as well just watch somebody play through it without commentary or anything. Old man,
1: yeah.
0: Straight up playing the game, yeah.
1: <laughs> Got a wooden leg. <laughs> can't bend it. Give me that controller.
0: Get the fuck out. That's how I well, play video games. It, well, yeah.
2: But if you're not gonna get a PS4, <laughs> just saying. Uh, I
0: will play a game that I can play. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> seriously, I can't. I don't understand how people watch other people play video games. It's... Like stuff here and there, for, like an amazing move or something like that, fine. But uh, I just—that's just me. I, I'm, I get it. I'm old. Right.
1: Hmm. Uh we we all we can all agree on that. Uh, yep, Alex. That's <laughs> true. Any, any, Happy I, birthday, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything else, Alex? Nope, that's it. All right, Jeff. Anything
0: you wanted to go over? Um, just some quick Star Wars news. Uh, Disney Plus has decided to move the release of the rise of skywalker to its system 2 months early so may the 4th it'll be live on disney plus so if you like the movie
1: congratulations.
0: <laughs> congratulations you get it earlier if you don't like the movie go fuck don't yourself watch it. <laughs> yeah uh, but it's kind of cool on may the 4th they're also i guess the last episode of clone wars is releasing that day and then they're releasing like a eight part Docu- Eight-part miniseries documentary on the Mandalorian, so that's what I'll be watching.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. interesting. I I don't that. know how long yeah. the episodes are. They could be little five-minute <laughs> um, featurettes or something. I don't know, but whatever. More Mandalorian. I'm all in on that. Um, the other thing Disney related, I just pulled this up is some guidelines are being put in place for the reopening of Disney parks around the globe. Yeah, so I was. I, I think, was
1: one. I, I I think about this from time to time of like what that would mm. look like. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So, like, Shanghai is about to open up again, I think. Um, oh, but this yeah. one's about Disney World. And what they're saying is that it'll be multiple phases. And the first phase calls Of course, of no course,
1: of course, Florida is going to be the first one to open. Yeah. Jeebus H. Well, it doesn't... Say,
0: there's no... There's guidelines and there's no time on when this is going to happen. So, it's just... When that does come back to opening, how they're going to do it? So we don't know if they're going to be the first ones. But
2: isn't there? Isn't
1: Florida on their don't, third don't, wave of the COVID nineteen? Jeff, don't we though?
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just I don't want to. You know, we do enough false news around here as it is. Fake news. I don't need us uh, at it anymore. But anyway, it says for at first it'll be a fifty percent capacity, and then later on it will be up to seventy five. It never says going back up to hundred. But, I mean, who wants to go to Disneyland at 100% capacity anyway? I mean, so, I mean, yeah.
1: 75 sounds rough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, there is going to be markers set in the, in the queues so that you're six feet apart. So, like, it's what they have at grocery stores now. I mean, are the lines going to just stretch across the entire park? Yeah, that, you that, that's <laughs> that's
1: one of the things I was thinking about. Like, yeah, if you were going to space them out. like, But I guess if you had the reduced capacity, yeah. the lines are half-ish, half as long than, than they were.
0: It doesn't... And then it also says there's going to be the employees, the cast members are going to wear face masks. That's real inviting. Um, and Maybe they'll we- have, like, Mickey designs or something. You don't know. <laughs> and uh, they're going to have... Uh, they're going to, you know, regularly be wiping down, disinfecting everything, and there's going to be hand sanitizing stations everywhere throughout the park. Uh, they're saying old people don't show up. Um, and, <laughs> old, uh, <laughs> old people ain't welcome. <laughs> All employees will have their temperature taken before their shifts. Um That's Uh, The the one thing, it doesn't say it here, but I'm wondering if they're going to, to keep the actual queue line short, if they're going to enable that virtual queue system for all rides like they did for the new ride at Star Wars Land.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah. So you can
0: keep that people standing close to each other to a minimum and just have people wandering around the park. Right, I think think, there has to be
1: some technological solution to that where you, you can queue up for like three or four different things. Yes Yeah So yeah. I would I
0: mean I'm assuming They were going to go that route Anyway at some point Right Because yeah. they are already Obviously doing it With the Star Wars ride And The more people are Walking through your park The more they can buy more Souvenirs and food and stuff like how, uh, how do you
1: think like, How do like Rides work Do they like Wipe down Like Between every single Like imagine I know Like something One of the Something like uh, I don't know Like Honda Mansion Where it doesn't stop like yeah. i that's a good
0: point. Yeah, i, I don't know. I mean, i'm sure or there's got to be there's probably
1: going to be like signs posted in like 27 different languages saying like you're entering at your own risk. <laughs> no, or i could just, just see like they're them just coming up with people some
2: wipeys as they go onto the red. I mean,
1: that could be a, yeah, I, I don't know. Like a car ahead.
0: wash for the omni movers or just like spraying <laughs> alcohol all over your chair. I don't
1: yeah. know. It like you guys ever been you've ever been to the dump to like Throw stuff away. They they have like those spraying well, that stuff spraying I've been there everywhere. To pick stuff up. <laughs> they have that stuff spraying everywhere. <laughs> that I don't know if it's just for the smell or if it's like a disinfectant, but anyway, yeah, it's not terribly pleasant. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, it's just, it's going to be weird, but then it'll. I mean, then I I don't know. The like sporting events are just going to be. I don't know how you have fifty percent sporting when this starts happening again. Like fifty percent capacity. Right, right.
1: I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense for these for them to like have these plans in place, because um, at the end, you know, eventually, you know, hopefully, I don't know why there wouldn't be. Uh, I mean, I'm not, obviously, I'm not a doctor, I don't fucking know, but <laughs> eventually, there, there should be a vaccine, so that that that'll be Ugh, yeah. more or less that. Um, actually, some but some positive news again. I don't know what this means for the world but I was reading an article today that a, a group in uh, Oxford, Jollywood, um, England, uh, that they were like ahead of the curve on, on coming up with a vaccine um, because they were already doing research on like previous coronaviruses that were kind of harmless. Um, and they, they were saying that they could potentially have like like a couple million uh, vaccines ready to go in uh, or like vaccines of like units of the vaccine or whatever the, the term is by like September um, which is still mm. a long ways off and that's only two million people I know. So, so like the the, but the where the hope comes in is you know maybe people pull their heads out of their asses and they're like oh we have we have the cure so we can all use this cure and we can go into production with it instead of like no 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 we're gonna come up with our own cure like we'll no. we'll, we'll get that money thanks yeah <laughs> no. it's it's like that the, the old band played on thing um, <laughs> yeah anyway but it was po- it's always positive to hear that like hey somebody somewhere is claiming that they're like some smart people somewhere are claiming that they they're they're head of the curve or whatever yeah here's the hoping. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, anything else, Jeff? Although I, I no. would, I would, I definitely like want to talk about the, the theme park thing again maybe next week about like what what that's going to look like with uh, everybody gone and like you said, sporting events and concerts and movie theaters. And...
0: Yep, yeah, it'll be weird. I, I I think as quickly as everything was shut down, I think because you were like movie theaters, like oh no, it's. Every other scene. They're going to try this and eventually it's going to go for like two weeks and then they're going to find out either A, the virus has rebounded in a big way and everything shut down again or mm-hmm. there's no real everything seems good and it's just going to be back to the way it was. I mean, that's kind of how I think it's going to happen. Like well, It's just going to be just, weird. Yeah,
1: it, I, That's, I think, yeah, that's the problem is I think people think that that the virus can rebound but it's it's not like it's down, like there's no. <laughs> it just that we yeah, the social distancing we just kept people forever, from, yeah. we just kept people from catching it. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. eliminate it in any way. Um, right. No. But
0: you you basically want if you do the numbers long enough that okay we know the this percentage of the population has already had it so therefore right, right I mean definitely if we just yeah, assume everybody right, definitely has definitely they're not going to over overflow the medical yeah, system
1: yeah yeah we're definitely more equipped to, to to deal with it yeah test for it treat it all all that stuff yes but. Yes, but but just this idea of like, well, like, oh, we'll see what happens. Like, I think that's the wrong mindset to, when, when trying to open up these businesses again. Yeah,
0: I guess I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah, that. yeah, no, I'm. I'm it's going to be I'm a weird that. situation when when they are going to start opening yes. up. It's going to be all cautious. Yeah. And then. Yeah, it'll be It's weird. either going to end badly or not. And.
1: are just thinking, like, like whatever. the local movie theater where they always have like some senior citizen taking tickets is like one of those. Like, oh, this is just somebody wants a job. And so, like, work part-time at the theater kind of thing. like, Just the high-risk people that <laughs> work in movie theaters. Yeah.
0: All right. I um, think that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, go to patreon.com slash Hans Shot first. Listen to the quotes from Springfield. I will be doing, and maybe Alex will be joining me, a commentary for The Phantom Menace.
1: Ego. Yard. I might uh, be on the, the, the last uh, quote from Springfield if people want to listen in there you go. As, as, as a uh, yeah, the last half of as the, as the
0: last end, episode of the season so go check it out Hans Shop first slash Patreon.com reverse that and you'll probably get there I'm not sure if I said <laughs> that right Patreon.com slash first and everything right, right, right now right. is free so go ahead and do it Mil- milk it for all it's worth
1: it's mm-hmm.
0: not worth much, but milk it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. The reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.